Hello, welcome to episode 31 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Ritzy P. We're girls and we nerd out with the cock out. You can reach out to us if you would like to converse. We are on Twitter and we love tweeting with folks. We're at The Nerd Out. We also have a Facebook group and you can email us info at thenerdout.com. Yeah, do it. I think that's everything. No phone number yet. No. Well, are we going to have? Oh, there are a lot of podcasts that have phone numbers. I know that's crazy. Uh-huh. I know that because our friend, our homegirls at the mm-hmm. Cut Show mm-hmm. um, have, I know that's cute. I like how they play the. Yeah, it's cute how they play messages. Yeah. Ours would just be a lot of heavy, heavy breathing. <laughs> but you know, you know, we don't need a number though. You can just call us directly and have no. They they could they could uh, email us uh, an MP3, <laughs> yes. an MP3 with hey. your phone or with your computer. Do it, kids. Yeah, send us audio files. We'll play it if it's not too obscene. No, yeah. we'll play whatever it says. Really? We'll play it. Well, let's do it. All right. Because no one will send shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's under, if it's thirty seconds or under, we will play it. Yeah, do it. Uh, a lot of things have happened since we were last together. Yes. And I think that we need to lead with probably the coolest thing that happened, mm-hmm. which uh, we have mentioned previously about Paley Fest, which is a festival put on by the Museum of Television and Radio in Los Angeles, and they do, like, panels and screen episodes of TV shows that are on right now. And so we went to the opening night of The Walking Dead. Yes, we did. Last year we went to Mad Men. We talked about yes. that. We mm-hmm. loved it. It was great. Loved it. Amazing. And we were super excited to get tickets for The Walking Dead. We knew those tickets were going to go super fast. Yeah, so we both, unbeknownst to the other, got up early <laughs> and bought them the morning that they went on sale. And then we're like, oh, shit. Everybody has tickets. Um, so it was really good. We got to see 10, 10 sneak preview moments of Clear the most yes. recent uh, Walking Dead episode, as well as just sort of like a clip package that was kind of what they had on Talking Dead. Yeah, like whatever. extended. It's cool. Um, and then they had Chris Hardwick was the the host, the moderator, and they had a bunch of people from the cast, a couple of the producers, um, the, the writer creator. of the comics, yeah. um, one of the directors, and then everybody talked for an hour and a half. It was I always think it's so interesting hearing how seriously actors take their parts. Like, like Andrea at one point started crying. She started crying because she missed Dale and she was trying to do it for Dale. And Yeah. And I'm like, you take this really seriously. Yeah. Which is cute. I don't know if I want to hang out with it, but it's no. really cute. Yeah. It was kind of sad for me. Like, it's kind of sad to see her, like, take it so <laughs> seriously. I think some of the actors on there, too, were like, come on. Yeah. yeah. The people in the audience didn't say some, someone say, like, he's not real. Or, <laughs> or did you say that? Or like, and <laughs> um, but, you know, it actually, it sagged really nicely into the fact that there were plenty of people there who also took it too seriously, which leads me to <laughs> one of my favorite um, nerd truism, which is nerds ruin everything. They do, man. Like, we, I got there, I met up with T.I. and uh, her Good friends, mm-hmm. Travis and, and Nick. Nick. Hello, fellas. Good to meet you. Or see you again. It's been a long time. Um, and I got there kind of late, so I didn't have the time to, like, see the line or, you know, see the crowd. It was, like, already kind of dark. It's about to start. Just get into my seat. Let's do this. Start and go. So I didn't really get to see what we're working with. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Mad Men, you know, it's another type of crowd. Totally different crowd. You know, totally different. Walking Dead, because especially because it's based on a comic. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. You're going to have the fucking nerds there, like the oh, crazy geeks yeah. and the dweebs, and they were there. 
full yeah. force. A lot of like cosplay, people dressed yeah, up. A lot I'm of down. people dressed up like Carl. <laughs> what the fuck? Like a grown ass woman, like those people in the corner. Yes. There's a whole group of geeks and nerds, and she had, she was like Carl. She yeah. was like 40 maybe. Like or a 30 something that looked really old. And like jeans and like a white shirt, and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, people? This, is, this isn't common. And the questions that they were asking were. Of basically a variation of like, oh my god, you're so hot. Why are you my favorite TV show? Ah! Yeah, or like, yeah, no question. Like, this is the best show on. Yeah, TV. I don't really have a question. I just want to say you guys are the best show on TV. So I was like, I can come up with better questions than that. Worst. Yeah. Um, but it was <laughs> not to take too much away from it. I thought that Chris Hardwick did a great job. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was really, really good. I thought that um, Norman Reedus, aka Daryl. Oh man. Apart from being let's, handsome. Let's talk about this, okay? Because yeah. it never hit me until... And, and we never talked about it because I don't... Maybe both of us were late bloomers on... on um, the Daryl Love? Yeah, on the Daryl Love. And so it just recently hit me. And I was telling T.I. that I think for me it hit me... Like I was already kind of like liking him as a character. But the, the crush, the jonesing on him didn't hit me till maybe when him and Merle were in the woods and then... He, they were having that conversation, and then he took off his shirt was ripped, and you saw the scars. You know what I mean? And then you see kind of where he's coming from, what he's gone through, and then and the I, fact that he loved the baby. Yeah, I'm sorry, loved, like I am not normally ushy gushy about that stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh, Daryl. Yeah, like you saw another side. Babies. Yeah, like the real deep down inside. You know what was locked inside from all yeah. this horrificness that they probably went through. I don't think I ever saw the softer side of Daryl. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, started following him on Instagram, started following him on Twitter, right? But never totally, because, you know, because I'm a new mom, didn't have the time to totally fucking nerd out about it. Mm -hmm. Until got home that night and (laughs) baby went down, right? My baby went down. I started, you know, thank God for fucking iPhone. So I'm like, you know, Wikipedia this dude. And I was like, what? He's 44 years old mm-hmm. and has a kid with supermodel, what's your name, Christensen? Helena Christensen. What? Yes. So I have seen him in person. I, He's yeah. tall. Oh, my God. So, like, he went from, like, here to, like, what? Yeah, because you know who randos. else was dating, who is dating or was dating her? Mm-hmm. Paul Banks, lead singer of Interpol. Mm. So there's a level there that says a lot of things, speaks volumes on a couple of levels. He's kind of, um, he's in the sort of Viggo Mortensen sort of like yeah. sneak attack stealth hot guy. Yeah, and he's a he's an artist, mm-hmm. photographer, painter, uh, sculpt. He does sculpture. I was just like, what? Forget about there it. There ought to be a law. And he's he looks. I thought he was like. My age. I'm not that far from 44, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know he was, like... You thought he was 31 like you? Yeah, totally. 31. <laughs> <laughs> and ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah, so let's talk um, in our TV section a little bit more about the most recent episode. Yeah, let's do that. But Paley Fest in general, very good. So let's talk about who was that. It was Rick. <laughs> Rick, Daryl, Andrea, Michonne, Glenn, Herschel, and what's her name? Flora? The girl that sings. The girl that sings. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Um, yeah, from the actors. And yeah, yeah Daryl looked really good. He's like, he kind of sounded hipstery, and now I know why. Yeah, total hipster guy. 
Yeah. yeah, good times. Good times right now. <laughs> um, speaking of zombies, there is an app that I think that I'm going to um, bring into my life. One thing that I always have wanted to do is run. I'm not a runner. Like, I used to love running when I was a kid, but I think, like, you know, years of smoking and drinking and, I don't know, being a lazy motherfucker have stood in the way of me actualizing my dream of being a runner. And so what are we talking about? Runner like... Oh, I like to run here and there. Runner, like, I want to do a marathon someday. Not like that. Okay. That's a Let's little be, much okay, for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, that but is like, way too much. Roll out of bed, throw some sneaks on, go for a run for 45 minutes. Like, okay. I've just never been that person, and I think that it's, it seems like a nice way to get out and see the world. You know what I'm saying? Sounds nice, but let me tell you, I've tried it, and <laughs> it's not... If it's not for you, you just know it's not for you. Yeah, and I think I'm probably going to find out it's not for me, but before I do that, I'd like to spend three ninety nine and download an app called um, Zombies Run. And uh, it is basically, there's two versions. One is for people who really know how to run. And the other one is like training for a 5K, which I figured, I, you know, maybe I could do that. Yeah. And basically it's, you know, let's say, what, three episodes a week. I don't know exactly how it works. So don't laugh at me if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it does is you, you add it as an app, it interjects between songs, oh. and it'll be like, this is a breaking bulletin, uh, zombies have been sighted, da 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 da, da. And then, um, increasingly, uh, and it'll be like, we need you to run two blocks ahead to go check out what's going on at the next corner. <laughs> so you're like, alright, so then you run for two blocks, and then you stop. And it kind of, like, coaches you through that, mm-hmm. and, like, sometimes it'll be like, we need you to sprint, there's one right behind you, don't turn around! <laughs> And people, I was reading this awesome, there's a whole community of people who do this on Reddit, and they were like, my advice is do not do this if you run at night, <laughs> because you will be like, fuck this shit. So when he's like, oh, like, oh yeah, I beat my personal best time, because I was so freaked out, I just couldn't stop running. Um, but yeah, it seems really cool, it's called Zombies Run, it's available in the App Store. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. I mean, come on, what's the worst? Do you, what's the most... Just off, kind of on the similar thing, but kind of off topic. What's the most you pay? Three ninety nine. You're cool with? I would do three ninety nine. My I would my be... cap is ninety nine cents. Really? Yeah. I don't. I, I go free. If it's free, it's me. Yeah. If it's ninety nine, <laughs> it has to be. There has to be like I really have to want it. Yeah. I'm I the vice for my value here, kids. If yes, like three ninety nine makes me think that it's cost prohibitive. But then I start doing my like Jedi mind trick with myself, which is. Are you really going to put a price on being like a marathon runner? <laughs> How are you going to put a price on your health? And so then I start doing that. Okay. And I'm like, three ninety nine is a bargain. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so you you're going to download? I think I'm going to download okay. it. So Check keep it us out. posted. I want to see. I mean, I'm a walker. I walk a lot. Yeah. Ooh, not like a walker like that. <laughs> uh, I, but I walk a lot. So I'm thinking like you know, worst case scenario, I'll just walk really fast instead of running. You have to tell me, tell me when you do it one day, where you're going to do it. And I'll, me, me and the kid will go in the car and just kind of be around you just to watch you go. Because then I can see your face when they say, okay, sprint's two blocks. They're around the corner. I'm like, no. I wonder if the music's like, dee, dee, dee. Like it's some scary music and it gets faster and faster. Oh, I don't know. Like the music, like in Tetris, it makes you stress out because yeah. it gets faster and faster. Well, and I am legitimately terrified of zombies, so I feel like. This is, like, instead of a carrot, like, just go straight to the stick. Like, this will make me run if I think that there's a zombie behind me. It might be the only thing that'll work. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a thing. So, we'll have a link to that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I just found out about that is a big, gigantic 110% Oh, my God. Is called the Great Horror Campout. Yeah, no. No. It's no. like it's like an overnight camp for grown-ups. No. And it's like a haunted house, only you're outdoors, and it's like a camping in the woods environment or something. Yeah, no. And you can have, you can buy different levels of how much you want to poop your pants from, like, there's one package that's, like, roasting marshmallows, and they were like, this will be uncomfortable, but not terrifying. So, like, I think that you see things going on around you, but you're just hanging out in a safe zone. Yeah, no. Where, and there are other people who have tents, and they will come and, like, get you out of your tents. Like, monsters will come and get you in your tent. There's a scavenger hunt. Now, see, that... uh, No, they're asking for trouble for people to get... I feel like you're asking for people to, like, freak out on you. Yeah, no. Because people are going to be like, I can totally do this. And then when they get... It's like when I went to, um, Not Scary Farm. Mm Mm-hmm. And they went to the clowns. (laughs) <laughs> and I hate clowns, uh-huh. you know? And every other thing, the set, it was when Seven was big, and they had the Seven one, and I went to everything, and I was first in line, because I'm not a pussy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you go, and my boyfriend was even behind me, like, I was the first one in line for all the things. And then you go to that, and you know it's for jokes. Like, you know it's not real, but then my friends pointed at the, told the clowns that I hate clowns, so they started chasing me. I chased the wrong, the opposite way, and I tripped, it was like the movies, because uh-huh. for a second I totally forgot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could see this happening, especially it's nighttime. Yeah. Well, what does it say? If you click on safety and terms, we're looking at the website right now. It's greathorrorcampout.com. And um, I'm pleased to see that they actually have a full section devoted to safety. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good load. It's not yeah, loaded. it might not load. Um, but you can go find out more about it on our site. If you are in Los Angeles or the greater Southern California area... You might be interested in doing something like this if you are a uh, masochist, if you are weird, or if you are a psycho killer yourself. How do they stop something like this? Because it's in the historic park here in L.A., right? Is it a Norwegian park? I think it's the the downtown where they have sometimes, uh, I forgot what concerts they have down there, but... uh, this is like, how do they stop people that are not part of Fence. the uh, the actual great horror campout from putting on masks and stuff like that and trying to... Fence? Guard zombies? <laughs> this is like a great premise for a movie. Teenagers go right, to, to do this, totally. and then it's like... It's but not, then it really is that they're yeah, getting see, killed? No, no. It really is a reaping? Yeah, no. No. No Even the here. sight scares me. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you guys are gluttons for punishment, that's what you're going to be up to this spring <laughs> in Los Angeles. Um, okay, so let's go to movies. Okay. Uh, I finally saw Breaking Down Part 2. <laughs> Woo! And I don't, because maybe it's been such a long time since I read the book, I don't understand what the, the change of the plot is. <laughs> okay. Um, spoiler alert, everyone. You know at the end how they have the big battle? Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that people freaked about, because they get, you get all the way through that big battle, and you're like, holy shit, they just decapitated yeah. Colin. Yeah, And like, or what's his name? Carlisle. Carlisle Colin. Yeah. They just, deca- holy shit, he's dead, and like, everybody's yeah, and dying. Jasper, and Jasper. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, losing your fucking mind, and then you realize that it was just a vision of the future. Oh, so, but so in I the book, that, it really was a battle? There was no battle. 
they met in the middle of this big field and they kind of stared at each other all weird. And then, and then she like, did the shield, right? I yeah. mean, she did the shield and then they were like... They were like, it. I guess we're not going to fight today. And then they left. Uh, I know. It was a way more. It was a way better ending in the movie than the book. Oh, for okay. sure. So I was watching, I was like, what the But then did you love, like, the... the um, the vampires from the Amazon who show up with like beaded necklaces and like feather bikinis. No I'm one's like, found really? them yet. No one's found them yet. They're from the Amazon. I'm all, did you just take a take an airplane here in that get up, sister? Just run the whole way. I I don't know. Maybe you know. I don't know. Maybe so much time is is gone by. I, it didn't do that much for me like it did for my friends. Or maybe because I think a lot of the Twilight, or even if you want to get right into it. Sorry, I know this is totally sacrilege. Harry Potter, things like that. Part of the fun of it is going opening weekend, seeing it with your friends. Yeah, doing what we usually do and seeing it um, scared me. <laughs> like the anticipation yeah. and you go together yeah. and you sit together and you're excited and it's opening weekend. Maybe, yeah, maybe like that part I of it was missing. I didn't have that. Maybe. And then you were like, oh, this just is not that great. Yeah. But it was kind of sad. Though It was sad at the end when they were, you Did know, you no, but it was, just, I was like, oh, I could kind of see where you cry, like, where they're showing each person that played, you know, because you're yeah. like, oh, it's the end, end, it's the finale, yeah. it's over, it's really over, and the, the one part that was good was when they were in the field, in the meadow at the end, and then she does the vision thing, like, like, Renesme does to mm-hmm. him, and mm-hmm. then you see the clips of the other movies, yeah. from the beginning, Twilight, through all of them, and then you're just like, oh, we've been through a lot. <laughs> We've been through a lot together. <laughs> Gonna be not, sad to say not, goodbye. That was cool. Yeah, it was all right. I didn't like the CGI baby. I think you talked about that before, too. No, the CGI baby was super creepy. And putting um, the CGI face on the body at the end, oh, when it's so like, they're all, grown? like, grown up, that was creepy, too. That was really creepy. They didn't need to do that. They didn't need to um, all right, so what about TV? That's all I've been doing. I have not been watching much movies because I've just been so TV-centric. Um, I turned my friend on to Sherlock, and you've seen this, right? The Sherlock, one the BBC on, one? Oh, no, no, no. The, the CB. Oh, that's... Um, Elementary or something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you haven't seen the Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Oh, no, my I gosh. Have not. I have not. Okay, you need to see it. Dear listeners, you need to see it if you have not, but I bet a lot of you have. It's like an amazing BBC series, and the great thing about the BBC series, well, the mixed blessing about the BBC series, mm-hmm. each episode's like an hour and a half long, and there's only four of them in a season. Boom. Really? Oh. Yeah. So Done. it's easy to get caught up. Oh, nice. Um, I, so I just watched that, re watched that recently with a friend of mine, um, who I'm turning on to it, and then sort of related, um, I started watching Ripper Street. How was that? Um, it's pretty good. It's another BBC show, and it stars Matthew McFadden, who is kind of a dreamy crush of mine. <laughs> he was he played like Mr. Darcy and some I don't even remember. I get all of my sort of. He played Mr. Darcy in which one? I don't know. I was trying to remember. In the Kira Knightley mi- was she in? Yeah, he played Mr. Darcy. Oh, I love that, that Mr. Darcy. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, he does a lot of, like, British period pieces, but he was also in MI5, which is awesome, like, Which action. I've never seen, and I've, I've always wanted to see, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he's just a really great actor, super charismatic, not even that handsome, I just have a crush on him, because he's awesome. If he's the one in Kara Knightley, um, Pride and Prejudice, he's amazing in that. Yeah. 
He's great. Yeah, really great actor. So he's in Ripper Street, and um, along with the guy who plays Braun in Game of Thrones. Ooh, random. Random. Uh, but it takes place in, like, the sort of months after Jack the Ripper's um, reign of terror in London. And it's sort of like, um, it's like, uh, how would you say, like, Jack the Ripper meets CSI. Like, they're sort of solving crimes with what the technology that they have available <laughs> to them at the time. That's cool. And um, it's actually really interesting and very good. So I've been watching that and into it. I just finished Top Chef. Oh, yeah. Uh, my friend Stefan was in this most recent uh, season. Uh, he came in fourth. And frankly, it didn't seem like he tried that hard. I was going to say, he did, He just kept making excuses. Yeah. And I'm surprised he got as far yeah, along the days as he did. He didn't seem to care that much. My favorite did not win, but my second favorite did. So oh, awesome. there you go. And when your two favorites go to the finale, come on. That's awesome. And she came back, like, from... Totally, from you know sudden death overtime. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, and then the other thing that I'm super into right now is House of Cards. What is House of Cards? It's on Netflix. It's the Kevin Spacey, Robin uh, Wright. Yes, yeah. I've seen the previews, and I was like, on Netflix? There's two dudes from Generation Kill who are in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Which dudes? Um, one of them is um, Godfather. Godfather, don't do windows. <laughs> the guy who's in charge of their camp. The guy with the super raspy voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Him. Um, kind of a silver fox. And then the guy who's not Encino Man, but another one of the... I don't know what their exact name is. Maybe if I see their face. You'd totally recognize them. Um, so, House of Cards, a bunch of people were like, oh my god, you have to watch this. And it's the it's Netflix's first original series, so they just upload a whole season at once. Oh, cool. So you can just binge on that shit. And binge on that shit is indeed what I have been doing the past, wow. like, four days. How many episodes told in this 12 season? 12 or 13. Not that, but hour long. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really, it's great. It's just, like, good Machiavellian, like, mm-hmm. power behind the scenes, interesting stuff. Typical Kevin Spacey playing a typical Kevin Spacey role? Yeah, kind of, but he's really, really good in it. Mm. And uh, overall, I really am enjoying it. Two thumbs up. Cool. I recommend for you. And for you, too, dear listener. <laughs> if you have not checked it out and you need something to binge on, you can do a lot worse than House of Cards. <laughs> Good to hear, because I was wondering if anyone had seen it, and now I know. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the, the episode. We saw 10 minutes of it mm-hmm. at the Paisley Fest, and then this Sunday, the whole episode, mm-hmm. which I say I agree with a couple of people I think it's my favorite episode of the entire series. Wow. Yeah, I really liked it. Bold move. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, And then also watching Talking Dead afterwards, you know, the conversations they had, totally agree. There's all these things you can read into it. I just, I think we talked about this before at one of our episodes. I was like, whatever happened to Morgan and the kid? Yes. That was nice to come, to come full circle with Morgan. Yeah. And I think, um, I think Chris Hardwick mentioned this too, and he was saying how it was just beautifully shot at the end when they're when they're leaving uh, where they found Morgan and they're driving by and just see through that mm-hmm. messed up building. Mm-hmm. He's putting like the zombies he just killed onto the pile, and he's just like he's just going through the motions and he's clearing, he's doing his thing, and mm-hmm. he's just kind of sad. You're just kind of like, damn. And to hear what say. happened to him, you're just like, God. 
I was going to ask, why did you think, why did you like this so much? Why is it your, one of your favorites? It's my, I think it's my favorite because it's kind of like a nice break. Like it was, um, I think it was a, it was a good thing to take Rick, um, Carl and Michonne out mm-hmm. and, and then have this interaction with Morgan, but it kind of reflected, it gave it like pause and re- we were able to reflect on what's really going on. And like they were saying, like humanity of the reality of what's really happening and to see you know uh what was happening carl stepping up you know for sure stepping Mm -hmm. up and becoming like you know everyone's changing and everyone is talking about how they probably wouldn't have known who they are this person that they've become if this this apocalypse had never happened Mm -hmm. and this episode i think was great because michonne was opening up Mm-hmm. You know, you were seeing her yeah. humanity and uh-huh. she wasn't as, you know, hardcore and you're like, oh, she wants to belong. Like, Yeah, she actually said, like, no problem. I'm here to help. Yeah, you know, and she, because she overheard, I think, I think the changing, yeah. the turning point was when she overheard Rick and Carl talk about her, you know, and yeah. they were like saying like, well, she's not really down. Like, she doesn't have, she's not invested. Like, you know, but that's also, she's never shown that she was, you know, they don't know anything about her. So they're going to make up whatever they're going to think about her. Mm-hmm. And then also the way it was shot, you know, um, just thinking about the, the things that Morgan had to go through and that kind of snapping Rick out of it and see women were laughing when, when they passed by the hitchhiker dude. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they see, like, his gut just sprawled all over the, the the pavement, and then they'd come and pick up the backpack. It just shows you the reality of what it is. And I was like, we're laughing, but at the same time, I wouldn't have picked up that dude. Like, yeah. and, and I liked it just because it it was a nice breather to really understand what's happening. Like, you know, there wasn't, like, oh, my God, all these zombies. There was a little bit of that, but it wasn't, like, zombies and the governor and this and that, battle, battle, battle. It was, like, a nice break to give you, like, a sense of the reality of what really is going on. If you're by yourself, you go fucking crazy. You need people. You need the sense of community. Mm-hmm. I like the way it was shot. I like the pauses. I, I, I just, there was a good feeling about it, something good that made me feel good about it instead of, oh, my God, stress, 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 you yeah. know? Yeah, it actually, it seemed to be almost like a nice self-contained story itself. Yeah, yeah. it could have been one episode and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I, I was excited because Michonne is a big fan favorite, yeah. everyone loves her, mm-hmm. and she just has not been the Michonne that we all love from the comic books That's what I in hear. the show, and this is kind of the first time that I was like, alright, cool, this is like, she can be a badass, but she can like say more than two words. And she has a heart. Like, she's not a, a super cold person. And I was also thinking, like, Rick is super lucky because he has, like, Daryl, Glenn, and Michonne is his, like, right-hand people. Yeah. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Really, really amazing, good-hearted people with that are either already had skills or are coming up with some skills mm-hmm. that they didn't know that they had. Um, but I'm, I'm liking Carl. Remember last season, we were like, fuck, everyone hated Carl. Carl, get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, get out of the barn. Why won't Carl just listen? I know. Fucking kids in the apocalypse. And now they're like, oh, you know, no time for a childhood. You got to step it on up. And he's stepping it on up. And um, I think Rick's understanding, like, shit, I got to come back. And I I can't get crazy like homeboy. I can't lose it like him. Yeah. Yes. Can't be be like Morgan. Yeah. Made me sad, though, because I feel like they need more people to defend themselves. I know. 
I'm like, but I don't know if they want the crazy hitchhiker. And frankly, if you are given the choice of taking Morgan, I don't know if you should. Yeah, he's not stable. Yeah, totally And then just stable. some dude on the street that's by himself. You have no idea. This is like another yeah. time. You don't pick up whoever. Somebody like, by themselves freaks me out more than somebody yeah. in a group. Yeah, because you're like, why are they by themselves? Yeah. What happened and then to Rick their had to people? go and isolate Tyrese and that girl that's with them. I don't care those other two guys, the white guys. They, they, they seem creepy. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that they're good news. No. Is that the father and that's the son? Or was yeah. he, the, the dude dating his mom? I don't remember. It's, it was very, it That's was all weird. very confusing and the ages were throwing me off. Well, I'm looking for, how many more episodes do we have of Walking Dead? I think really? four. Oh my God. Four maybe. The other thing that was so cool, how tripping out were you that Matt Moak was on The Talking Dead? No, this is his first time. It's like every, it's this season. I think every episode. He, I swear it's only like the second time that I've seen it. Or maybe, maybe set, maybe twice. I think I wrote it down and I was like, holy shit. And I was telling, I was telling uh, Mio Sita, I was like, hey, we had him on as a, as a guest yeah. on our first apocalypse installment one. Yeah. We'll have a link to that. If you guys want to listen to a whole 20 minute interview with him, he's a super interesting guy. Yeah. And you know, I think the first one he talked about, um, maxi pads to have those. Mm-hmm. You can wrap them on wounds. You never have enough maxi pads. You know, they take up a lot of space though. Totally. Like, if you're on a long drive and you don't want to stop to pee, you can just sit on a bunch of them, maybe soak it up. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Maxi pads. That's his apocalypse. Who knew? Maxi pads. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I know that you were sad that Downton Abbey... Dude, like, they, one episode would be an hour, the next episode, two hours, and then the last finale was two hours, and it was donezo, and... There was some sort of... Don't ruin it for me. There was some sort of drama. Yeah, it was like, Somebody what, died or what are you doing to me right now? That's how you, like, you're like, oh, okay. You remember, I was like, oh, nothing really happens, but I love watching it. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh. And then Something at the happened. end, boom. <laughs> See ya. And then I was just like, oh, my God. I was posting, you know, I don't want to, you know, spoil any spoilers, but I was like, no, Downton Abbey, what are you doing? And people that watch are like, I know, that was terrible. I was so sad, or that was crazy, oh, or, man. you know, so... Well, I figure as soon as I'm done with House of Cards, then I'm going to finish the last season of The Wire. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to finish up Dexter, and then I'm going to Downton Abbey. Do it. Okay, that won't say nothing. And I think you'll you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. And I would love for you to catch up so that we can start next year together. Oh, for sure, by then, for sure. Um, Scout's honor. I also want to talk about The Real Husbands of Hollywood (laughs) on BET. I can't believe I'm suggesting a show that's on fucking BET. Who are these husbands? So it's a, it's a, it's kind of like Kirby, one of the producers or something is, is from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Because ah, okay. J.B. Smooth, one of the actors on it, he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So it's a comedy. It's a comedy, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a reality show, but it's not a reality show. It's for fakes, uh-huh. right? But it's with like, um, Kevin Hart, who just hosted SNL, who didn't do a good job. I was really disappointed. Um, who's like blowing up. He's like one of the highest paid comedians right now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Robin Thicke, um, and a couple of other dudes that if you're into, like, movies from back in the days, will remember uh, Tisha Campbell's husband's in it, um, sometimes uh, Nellie's on it, and it's, like, I was like, this can't be, I don't know why I even watched it the first time, and I was like, this is dumb. I think the first little <clears throat> skit they did was on an award show. Mm-hmm. And they did, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe MTV Award or something like that. And then they start made into a show, and Chris 
Spencer is a creator and one of the writers. And so it's it's basically like Curb Your Enthusiasm. They have an outline. The actors have an outline. Okay. But then they kind of improvise. Okay. But the, funny, the thing that's funny about it is they're like the husbands of these, you know, uh, act, actresses or whatever, right? But they'll have like funny little, like the names will be like, oh, the husband of Tisha Campbell. And then... But what's funny about it is that they're playing themselves, but an exaggerated version of themselves. Uh-huh. And then they go off on each other, but like real disses. Like real <laughs> disses. Oh, um, what's the names on it? Uh, Mariah Carey's husband. Oh, Nick. Nick Cannon's on it, right? Yeah, so they make all these jokes like, you know, you got Mariah Carey. I mean, they bag on each other so hard. <laughs> and then, like, Robin Thicke, like, he plays a like, super exaggerated version of himself, like, super douchey and, like, he's super soulful and he's super zen and stuff. And um, you'll see that I were watching it one day and we were crying. Like it was okay, hilarious. You have sold me. I need to check this out. Some one or Do two I need episodes. To watch it from the beginning, you have to watch it from the beginning. Okay. And then it, it just it just something about it, and I was like talking about it, uh, posted about it on on Twitter and Facebook or whatever, just to see you know who. And so all these people that I would never thought watch that show were like, I I was like I go real husbands of Hollywood is killing me right now, and people were like I know it's so funny. It's got. Ravey views from like Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly, crazy shit like that. They like, um, I think got the go ahead uh, for a second season before it even aired. Wow! And so it's it's crazy that it's a great show on BET, mm-hmm. um, and it's crazy that all it's bringing a new demo to BET. So mm-hmm. check it out. We'll have a we'll have a link to it. Yes, it's hilarious. I support all of the above. <clears throat> Uh, and then, I guess, to finish things off, um, we had talked about, we had talked about talking about music and listening to music. Yes, yes, we have. And, uh, I am a big music nerd. I think that that's probably the version we should listen to. Okay. I'm a big Tell music nerd, and, um, this, uh, this song called, uh, Summer is a Kuminen, it is old... I mean, old English is not tech- is not the technical term. Yeah. It's old and it's from England. <laughs> um, it's from, gosh, I think like the 1100s, but it's the earliest, um, it's the earliest known harmony in song. And, um, That's awesome. I was, yeah, I was reading this like really fascinating thing about um, how it is, you know, sort of the, it, it it's indicative of a big leap in sophistication that music took. Mm. And it's like, you know, you would get your village or whatever together and you would sit around, you would sing songs. And so this kind of grew out of it and then became a very classic piece of music that was performed um, for many years, obviously still being performed. And um, we'll have a link to a couple versions before we play you a snippet. The one that I have here is from Richard Thompson, who, if you don't know who Richard Thompson is, you better figure out who Richard Thompson is. (laughs) Because he's a very famous folk singer. Um, he has a son named Teddy Thompson, who is an awesome folk singer. I, I am sort of a bigger fan of Teddy than Richard's original stuff. But Richard also does, like, um, he did this really interesting album called A Thousand Years of Popular Music. It w- it came out of Penthouse Magazine asking him to do, like, the top 50 songs of all time. Hmm. And he was like, all right. And so he wrote this thing. <laughs> About the top 50 songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> like, from the beginning of time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they were that was not what they were looking for. <laughs> and so they killed the piece, and then the piece became kind of famous online. And then he did this whole like touring and music and album project behind it. Because people are like, I want to hear the top 50 songs of all oh, time. Since the beginning of time. So he included this, I think, as the oldest piece of music that's in there. And here's a little bit. You, you can tell from, you know, our language has changed a lot, but it is a song that you would sing in the spring because it's summer is coming in. Summer is arriving. And uh, and there is also a line in there, and it really is, sing cuckoo, because you're singing like a friggin' cuckoo bird, dude. <laughs> sing it, cuckoo bird, sing it. So there you go. That's nice. your fat beats. Awesome. Yeah, that's Love my it. song. And I, seriously, I have listened to that a hundred times. And it now legitimately gets stuck in my head. Really? So I'll be driving like, along and all, summer is a coming in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just wait like another month when summer is a coming in. It's oh, all shit. It's, it's all on. over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all I got. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that wraps it up for this episode. Yay. So, um... It was nice hanging out with you guys. Yeah, keep Thanks watching for... the TVs and the movies and the things. Yeah, and reach out to us. What are you watching? What do you think about Walking Dead? What did you think about Morgan? Would you have taken him back to camp uh, camp prison? Yeah. Uh, or not. And, uh, yeah, is there music we should listen to? Send us audio clips of it. We'll play it. Yeah, and uh, send us audio clips of, of yourself. Yeah, we'll play that too. All right, kids. Peace out, nerds. Peace out, nerds.